0: James Finnis, head of UK Agency, and Andy Harding, head of UK Industrial and Logistics, sat down to discuss the key changes afoot in UK real estate. In this first of three episodes, James and Andy discuss asset positioning and repurposing, as well as the built environments move away from monoculture schemes towards more mixed-use approaches to design, and the impact of the logistics sector's move into urban areas.
1: So Andy, here today to talk about uh, asset repositioning um, and why, why we've seen asset repositioning, what are the drivers behind it um, and how we think this is going to grow uh, and move forward. Um, and said certainly as, a, as an office agent, we've seen an awful lot of office space. Um, uh, over the years, be repositioned. You know, certainly historically, it's been driven by permitted development rights, where we've seen a bunch of buildings going from office use down to uh, to residential. I think most recently, we've seen a number of uh, of those office assets heading towards your market to industrial and logistics. I think you of you know some of the data center uh, deals that we've seen uh, uh, out yeah. in the west of London. But great to get your perspective in terms of uh, how you feel this is going to going to move forward.
0: Well I think um, to begin with you know our market at the moment not just in London and the southeast but across the UK is uh, experiencing unprecedented demand um, you know the the, the supply demand uh, dynamics are such that there isn't enough stock out there at the moment we're sort of operating at around about sort of two two to three percent void which is in my book almost fully let um, so um, you know, there's some real innovative ideas out there in in terms of trying to get more stock. Not just you know, you know it's well known that we you know we're looking at things like multi-storey, multi-level intensification of use, particularly in London. But your question about repurposing you know, offices, office parks, etc., business parks, retail parks, uh, you know, is really a hot topic at the moment, and there is some real activity in in, in that market. You know, we've been looking at you know, a number of Retail parks at the moment, where uh, you know there a number of op- uh, the occupiers are now not operating, uh, but you've got to remember that the retail parks that you know, their their characteristics are well located near the demographic, but close to close to good communication uh, links. So yeah, you know, they tick the box for e-commerce, last mile logistics. So that that's really coming through at the moment. I think the other thing is in terms of the office at the, the office side is. Uh, there's definitely uh, a a trend to be looking at how we can perhaps repurpose some of those offices. You know, perhaps a bit of logistics last mile at ground floor, uh, which is goods that are going in and out really quickly so you don't need the height. Uh, Maybe some resi above, uh, that sort of co-location space. Uh, There's quite a bit of that going on at the moment. So overall, uh, we're in in exciting times um, where we are looking at other used classes and then sort of bringing them, repurposing them into the industrial logistics sphere.
1: And I think looking at it uh, just from an employee perspective, I look at it as an occupier. It makes so much sense to have these different uses on site. Uh, if we look at the live-work-play model, uh, why would you not? Want to be close to your place of work? Why would you not want retail, leisure, amenity that's going to be there? Um, and I think whereas historically we developed monoculture buildings, you know, in an office scheme, we may well have had a small coffee area, small amenity, some kind of restaurant use. I think as we're moving forward, the occupier and you know, if it if it's an office environment, you know, happen, the employee will demand a broader spread of uses. Uh, and I think it is about creating that ecosystem, which is feeding and facilitating the other use you know for office it's going to have to have the leisure there's going to be the gym there's going to be these other pieces but i think you know looking at the, the get here these the, the q commerce type uh, providers in order to to deliver that on the service and the timeline that they're talking about it's going to have to be part of the scheme um, and therefore you are going to make space to make sure that there is this facility absolutely nearby um, i suppose the question mark for me is is one of values Uh, um, and clearly we're in an inflationary market from a a, a bill price uh, perspective. It's thinking about how those different values can can meld together and actually work. I look at it, as I say, looking at through an office agent's eyes, uh, and certainly where you've got these different uses working hand in hand and where they're complementary, they will add value to each uh, of the different uses that are on site leisure use will add value to the office, the office will add value to the q Uh, uh, and equally if there is a BTR where there's a a, a um, live-work facility, all of these different uses will help to uh, aggregate together. I suppose the question and thinking about uh, how it might work from a retail perspective, talking earlier about uh, uh, you know the last mile logistics and in particular in the urban area, do you see retail space being repositioned and repurposed as well as uh, office space within the high street?
0: There there certainly is some studies being done at the moment with regard to how we can utilize redundant retail uh, for a combination of that last mile, um, but also those dark kitchens, you know, know, Deliveroo, Uber Eats, which are right on the doorstep of of the population, the demographic. I think one of the issues that you have is actually accessibility to those units for vehicles um, you know the fundamentals of, of industrial is that you know you you can you can drive your trucks right up to the the, the front door and collection whereas obviously in a retail setting you know there are parking restrictions and you know delivery restrictions so it, it I haven't seen it come through fully yet, but certainly uh, you know, there is uh, an element of uh, you know, click and collect. That type of quasi-e-commerce type uses are now starting to come through. I do just want to pick up on one thing that you said, James, which um, I'm really quite keen on at the moment, and certainly a lot of my clients are, is that, that providing accommodation now within the industrial sector, which is... Right at the um, forefront of providing really good well-being space for the uh, uh, for, for the occupant and the occupiers now in that in that space are far more discerning. One, two, they really take their staff retention really very seriously and their staff well-being, not just retaining the staff, but making sure they're happy. So some of the things that we've been doing uh, with our clients are genuinely looking at things like trim trails. Uh, Areas to have a have a quiet moment at lunchtime, uh, you know, having a crash, having a cafe, but more than just a you know a, a coffee dispensing machine. And that, you can get some food there. Um, collaboration space is really interesting at the moment, and lots of uh, the the clients that that we're talking to at the moment, particularly from the occupier side, like the idea of being in in space where there's like-minded occupiers next door. So I'm thinking like film and media. By The nature of the beast, they they like to be close to each other. There are some proper economies of scale in, in, in certain parts of their business. So getting them all together is really important, but also providing all of those amenities that will encourage them all to stay and grow within that space. So there's an awful lot going on in that market. It's far more sophisticated than five years ago within the you know what we call the shed market it's a different it makes so much
1: sense you know we talk about we've spoken so many years about the war for talent particularly in the office sector why can there not be why should there not be a war for talent in the industrial and logistics sector if we're thinking about how these spaces are going to be used they are bright you know talented people they have a choice of where they're going to work if the amenity mix is not right for them then of course they're going to vote with their feet and it's it's an absolute logical uh, um, uh, extension and an increasing sophistication of the market that the product type is going to evolve. People will want a you know a facility that's going to work for them that is going to provide them with the breakfast uh, uh, you know the area that they can get outside get their fresh air um, uh, and then equally to innovate and to uh, particularly in the knowledge sector um, to meet that individual who's going to come up with the idea which will help them grow their business or pivot their business in a particular direction. I think we should we should talk about wellness and link that into sustainability. Um, just thinking about uh, you know our focus here, which is about how product type is being uh, merged, and we're seeing the reuse of buildings. As we know, you know, real estate accounts for forty percent of uh, of carbon emissions. Um, it feels to me that it, uh, it makes absolute sense where we can to reuse the envelopes of these buildings uh, and then to change the the use within it. And I think the nature of uh, our focus, rightly so, on sustainability, uh, and thinking about how we're delivering it from a JLL perspective, identifying the best use and the best value, and therefore the best end capital value, um, has got to be part of that journey. Um, and it's thinking about how we are going to reuse that physical envelope uh, uh, to create value from a client uh, perspective. Uh, but I think uh, thinking about what we're going to be building going forward, having a more flexible envelope uh, makes a lot of sense. Thinking about a building you know, in 100 year terms, don't worry about the 15 to 20 year business plan that perhaps you and I have grown up with. It would be a much longer burn there. Uh, and making sure that different uses can go in here. So perhaps it's offices to begin with. Maybe it's life sciences. Maybe there's a different use, a bit of hotel, um, uh, 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 you know, storage, other uses that can be put into that building over the duration of its uh, 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 over the duration of its use, so that we can maximise uh, the construction CO2 that is produced and as I say, from a client point of view, that they can get value uh, beyond its initial uh, design uh, function. But it can go, as I say, and pivot to a whole host of different functions.
0: Yeah, no, I, I absolutely concur with that. I think um, you know some of the um, schemes that we are looking at at the moment are certainly going down that route to a certain extent. I, I think one of the difficulties is that, but by implication, you know, the industrial logistics market, you know, is it is a more robust type of use to the building, so um, and of course, uh, it does take out the sort of ground floor space. And you know, there are there's always going to be vehicle deliveries, etc. Some of the things that we're uh, you know, we're looking at, at the moment, and this it, it, what we're calling co location space it is that that mix of industrial logistics at, at the ground floor, basement, ground, and maybe second floor. Uh, in a sort of quasi multi-level type solution. Then, then you've got a, uh, a podium that, that, that we're calling with the offering of retail and then apartments above. So, and, and within those sort of uh, inner London locations, some of the schemes that we're working on at the moment are really, really innovative. And I think that the, the game changer is actually electric vehicles. Yeah. Um, you know, when we started looking at these four or five years ago, you know, we, we keep coming up with well, there's the noise, there's the CO two emissions, etc. From all the vehicles, diesel vehicles, etc. A lot of the delivery uh, companies now, parcel delivery companies, are working towards fully uh, electric vehicle fleets, um, and certainly, you know, the GLA and local authorities are now. Pushing towards that, so that sort of takes out one of the real worries of um, of, of of bringing bringing industrial in its widest form into that in a London scenario with all those other uses that you were just explaining. I mean, we you know we know of you know uh, a scheme where there's a a hotel complex with an element of of industrial, a laundry, um, and you know it's been really well thought through. And I think that um, um, it, it, you, you can prove that these mixes, if designed correctly, will, can, can work in, to a certain extent in harmony.